Hello! You're listening to the Tabletop Tales, stories told collectively around, well, a table. I am the Melody Keeper, and if you are just now listening in, I am in the middle of telling one of my favorite songs. It is known as The Quest for the Best Song. In the last movement, we met Willow Willowbelly and Captain Glunk Dawkins as they narrowly escaped the clutches of an ill-fated ship and found themselves on the shores of a little town called Oakshire. But Oakshire is not as bustling as it once was. Why? Hmm. This second movement is known as The Curse of Oakshire, and it begins with our decisive Glonk Dawkins stating... In my my mind, mind, the the only place to go go is the biggest building in the city. And so I just kind of tread straight towards that. I'm still kind of looking around on the dock, and then I I notice that Glonk is just walking with such purpose straight toward the castle. And so I just try to, to keep up with him. to the castle and there's only one guard guarding the doors and he's just asleep. Hello! I'm Captain Glonk Dawkins. <laughs> it's me, Captain Glonk Dawkins. <laughs> you you don't sound so good, man. Are you alright? <laughs> well, not, not since uh, town got a little quiet and there's, there's a bloody spell that seems to be putting over the king. Feel free to go inside and just uh, get, get a glimpse yourself. Uh, we can just go in? No, yeah, I'm the only knight here. And you can just go in. I don't care. I lean over to Glonk and I say, not the, the best guard I've seen. Uh, yeah. And I walk straight in. And I follow him straight in. So you go down this hall. Uh, there's two big banquet tables that have plates on them, not really full of anything, just kind of like there. Um, and then straight ahead, you see this man sitting in this throne, just kind of slunched over. I a- approach the man in the throne and say, uh, hello? You get no response. You get closer, though, you see his skin is like this bluish white. Okay. As if he's been frozen. Hmm. I go up and touch him. He is cold to the touch. What? He, he's freezing. Odd. You see this guy come from this back room of the throne room. Ah, yes, uh, it seems you have found our king, King Bruderson. He's been uh, quite cold for the past four months. Yeah. What brings you to Oakshire, gentlemen? Well, to 
unfreeze the king, obviously. Yeah, yeah, oh, we're here really? to uh, unfreeze the king. Yeah, totally. Well, that would be splendid, just splendid indeed. You see, four months ago, once our king froze, the entire town started to have disappearances. Children taken in the middle of the night. And there would always be this strange clue. It would always be this black feather left behind. Wait, did you say black feathers? I did, yes, I did. Feathers that were like maybe six inches long. I would say yes about that. And and the little bone-like part at the tip is 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 white. Yes, it's quite exact. Yes. Oh, son of a bitch! What? Glonk, do you know what these things are? Damn magpies! <laughs> magpie? What is a magpie? Oh, cursed bird! I am gonna be amazed if Glonk gets this right. <laughs> I don't know what exactly they are. I just know that these feathers keep getting left behind at these houses that these children keep getting taken from. But, um, well, we've sent all of our men towards the source of this evil, and we think we've located it west of here through this dark, dark place where there used to be this tower, you see. We sense that the source of this evil magic is from there, but I haven't too much besides that. Has, has anybody come back from this tower alive? No. No one has come back alive. Anyone we've sent, even our best men. Well, good thing we're not men. We are legends, the Beast and I, and we hate magpies. I'll be honest, I've never heard of a magpie, but I'd be down for a challenge. Great, so you'll help us. You'll help the town of Oakshire. Yeah. Yes. The only thing is, uh, we r don't have any adventuring gear at the moment. Except this sword. And I brandish my black sword. Wow, is that the sword of ash? Uh, yes. But just in case it's not, what is the sword of ash? <laughs> oh, that is quite a legendary sword. Mm -hmm. When you bind a gemstone with your soul and place it into the sword of ash, you can unleash its powers. I knew that and was planning on doing that. Let me uh, take a closer look. Do you mind? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, looks like this one's been deactivated. You'll have to go find a new one. Son of a bitch. Uh, do you have any idea where we might be able to find one of these gemstones? Yes. Oh. Uh, no, oh. I don't. <laughs> well, bummer. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Being that is the only weapon you have and it doesn't have the gemstone in it, perhaps you need some more gear. Yeah, we'll yeah. take some more gear. Yeah, that would yes, be great. Yes, we'll come with me into the, the king's armory, and we'll suit you up. We follow him wherever he's going. Yeah. Yeah, he takes you into the armory in the back, and conveniently there's all the starter gear for a druid and all the starter gear for a rogue. Hell yeah! Exactly oh, nice. as your character sheets described. <laughs> <laughs> to make my life easier. <laughs> Looks like you're all suited up now, gentlemen. Yeah, so just one more thing before we go. Is there maybe like anybody in town who has seen this magic firsthand or who might know something just so we can be prepared going into this? Well, I'm not certain if anyone knows exactly what's happening, but I do know there was a woman east of here near the harbor that got her child stolen last night. So perhaps I would go there. Okay. Onwards. And I just trudge straight out of the castle, headed east. I say to the Hand of the King, thank you so much for the gear and uh, for the directions. I'm going to catch up to my buddy. So you make your way outside. Um, and as you get up to this house, you can see that the gate is ajar. Oh, God. Um, and you see a door that has been like scratched a little bit, as well as the windows that have been broken in. Ah, oh, geez. This doesn't look good, Glonk. I walk straight in. Okay. Oh, 
Oh my god! <laughs> Just coming in without a knock. Hello, miss. I'm Captain Glonk Dawkins. Oh, Captain Glonk Dawkins, I don't care who you are. You don't, don't just, just barge into a woman's house. Uh, I've never had anyone react to me that way, and I'm really quite taken aback and, I, and, and blushing. I walk in and I say, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize for my friend. He can be a little, uh, uh... Uh, there's a word for uh, it. Uh, excitable? Uh, but we came uh, here to actually ask you about the terrible thing that happened to you last <laughs> night. <laughs> yes, I, I was sleeping right here, and I had this loud crash of this this black thing that came in and transformed into this beast, took my child, and then ran out the door. <laughs> and I haven't seen my little child since. Do you have any word of this source of evil. So my brow is furrowed and I'm saying feathers, right? Yes, these feathers here. I found some on the ground here. She picks them up and shows you these black feathers. Black feathers, right? Yes, look with your own eyes. It's right in front of you now. I'm holding it in front of you. Did you see the creature? I couldn't see. They, it looks like they had a large mouth. Oh, yes. I'm convinced it's the magpies. Sorry, he's really hung up on this whole magpie theory he has, but did you happen to see which way they might have gone? I, I know of the source, at least it's west of here, and I would love to get my child back, but potentially you guys could lead the way with your swords and your brute force, and I could just come with and get my child back. Yes, we'll take you to your child, miss. Uh, is it a good idea to take a grieving mother into, a, like, a battle? Yes, mother knows best. Perhaps I could bring my bread, too. Oh, you you have bread. Bread, rolls, biscuits, scones. Mm, I love bread. Well, uh, all right. I, I mean, I guess she can come. And if there's oh, any... Oh, splendid. Okay. Good fun. Now, if I recall correctly, there's going to be this dark um, encasement of mountains with this path through it. Sounds ominous. Quite ominous. It's called the Ominous Pass. Oh, damn, we are just nailing these names. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we head toward the Ominous Pass. Yep. Hey, guys, this is Glonk, uh, Cam. We really appreciate you listening to our podcast. We've had a ton of fun playing and putting it all together. If you'd like to help us keep making more episodes, head to our website, thetabletoptales.com, and click through our list of affiliate links. If you buy something through one of these links, we actually earn a small percentage of that purchase, which we then use to create the soundtrack, add sound effects, and edit out the many hours of nonsense that happened when we were actually playing these sessions. The affiliate I want to tell you about today is called Fiverr. Yes, F-I-V-E-R-R. Fiverr connects freelancers to people who need their services. For instance, if you need a professionally designed website, you can get on Fiverr and find an independent designer to do that for you. Fiverr shows you their past work, reviews, and any pricing or further information you'd need, making it super simple to find the right person for the job super fast. So head to thetabletoptales.com Click on Affiliates, click on Fiverr, and get connected to some incredible freelancers. Thanks for listening. Back to the action. Nice. So you get to the Ominous Pass, and you see this uh, dark figure in front of you now in the, in the distance. Yeah. 
So I have dark vision, so oh, I... so you just see what it is. Yeah, I can just see. I don't even yeah, notice so, that it's So dark, Glock really. noticed that it's a bear. There's a, oh, a big mother bear in front of you. I say, hey, Glonk, what's that dark figure up there? Oh, that's a bear. A bear? Yeah, a, a bear. Okay, so should we go around it? It's like blocking the path. Okay, Glonk, let me handle this. No, no, I got this. And I, hands and knees, quickly tried to... To, to sneak towards the bear, being very obvious in my bright red coat and feathered hat. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, yeah, make a stealth roll. Let's see, see if the bear notices yeah, you. Yeah, here we go. Ah, uh, six. Yeah, so the bear notices you. <laughs> I forgot about smell. And she starts to run towards you. The bear gets right up to you and stands on its hind legs and releases this and releases a slash on its way down. Oh god. Dealing two damage. Okay. So I then try to like roll, get my sword out and and make a slash attack. Nice. So yeah, roll, see what happens. Three. Damn it. <laughs> nice. So you you roll into a rock. <laughs> and um, and you're now left sitting there on the ground. Uh. And I watched all that happen and I shout out, I told you to let me handle it. And so I cast Entangle to wrap it in roots to bind it so it can't charge after Glonk and hurt him again. These roots come from underneath this bear as it starts to wrap around each of its four legs. I then approach the bear and I cast Speak with Animals and I say to the bear, hey, hey, take it easy. Uh, We don't want to hurt you. Who's that? I'm I'm Willib. Uh, I'm a, I'm a druid. You can speak with me. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really sorry about my friend. He he didn't mean anything by it. He's just not used to seeing bears. Yeah, I could I could tell. He was very quick to act. At a grieving mother. A, a grieving mother, you say? Yes. Well, my bear cub was stolen from me a few nights back. I was hoping I would find him along the way, but I I smell him at this this tower. We are actually headed toward that tower right now because this this woman, and I point to the woman that's with us, actually had her child kidnapped recently. And we are trying to save all of these kidnapped younglings and bring them back to Oakshire. And I'm sure we could we could bring back your cub too. That would be incredible. I undo the entangle spell. Yeah, she trusts you more. And I, I put my hand on her bare shoulder and her B-E-A-R <laughs> shoulder. Yeah, and I, I say, I promise you, I will save your son. You have my word, Bear. Thank you, Halfling. My name is Sandra. It's it's so nice to meet you, Sandra. And I'm I'm looking into her eyes. What is what is your name? Uh, I, I'm I'm Willop. Uh, I look up and see them doing that, and I'm just kind of grouchily sitting in the dirt because clearly my plan didn't work and this is obviously working. And I just kind of dust myself off and just stare at them, waiting for the conversation to end. Quickly, the um, woman chimes in. Well, shouldn't we be going now? I need to find my child. Okay, let's go. Yeah, let's let's go. We got, we got children to save. I guess we can take the bear. Um, cool. So you go along the path, and as you get to this fork in the road, uh, there's three paths that are very clear, and then the one on the right is like this path that it looks like it's been covered up, like people haven't used it in a while. Is there any sort of signage? Yes. The sign says uh, to the left, Alcamorth, straight ahead, Dagger's Edge, and to the right, there like was something there, but it's been like scratched out. Hmm. 
Very tricky. Well, I haven't heard of either of those other two cities, so I'm assuming we should head down the spooky path. Mm, it's always the spooky path. And I turn to the mother and say, do you know which way the tower is? Um, I would guess the spooky one. Yes, yes, let's go to the spooky one. All right. We all head down the spooky path. You head down the spooky path until you go to a clearing filled with willow trees, as well as outside in this courtyard, there's this stone fountain that's broken in half with these pools of water that have just been sitting there for what looks like forever. And it's starting to rain now, a little bit more and more, as you see this giant tower seem to appear from the darkness. I walk straight in. Glonk walked straight in. Yeah, so you get inside, and the first room, there's this brazier in the middle of the room. And along the outside of the room, you see these stairs leading to what seems like floor two. Um, and there's a window that you can see outside. Lightning shines through the window every flash. And then also there's this book right in front of the brazier. Hmm. So as the first one through the door, I notice that, obviously, because it's in the center of the room, and walk up to the book and peer at it suspiciously. Nice. It says, Sisters Redoubt. Sisters Redoubt. And start pacing, contemplating that without opening the book. (laughs) I walk up to the book and I open it uh, to see what it says inside. Nice. It says, In one, it is the source of all creatures' desire. Red but not dead, a beating heart we require. In two, we need a mother's hair, be that of a human orc or bear. In three, you truly need not metal. Thorns and all, we ask for a lover's petal. Hmm. So I I read that and I am am very confused and I I read it out loud to the gang. And I I say, any ideas? Yes, we uh, have to Uh solve the riddle to Uh save the children. Yeah, very good. Um, I'm going to go upstairs and see what's up there. Nice. So you go upstairs and you see another brazier in that room. You see this big table with bones on it. And then there's a woman in this cage over in the corner. Oh, my God. That goes, help me. Jeez. (laughs) I I approach this woman in this cage and I say, are you okay? No, I'm dying. Oh, (laughs) how can I help you? I... I don't know. They put me here and I don't have much longer. Oh, God. Uh, is there a way to open the cage? Is it locked? It's locked. Okay. I call down to Glonk and I say, Hey, Glonk, get up here. And then I, I turn to the lady in the cage and I say, I have a friend. He's really good at breaking out of cages. <laughs> yeah, I then run up the stairs to see what Willa needs me for. Glonk, there's this woman trapped in this cage. Uh, say no more, Willoughby. And I sprint towards the cage to try to bash it open. Roll a d20. Mm-hmm. 12. So you go up to the cage and you slam it and you make the cage door open. Nice. Glonk, you are so good at breaking cages. They call me Glonk the Good. She's still just laying in there, not hasn't moved because she's that malnourished. Okay. Uh, I say, so how, how did you get here? I just remember looking for my child and then they trapped me in here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, we actually came to try and do our best to save the children. We will find your child. <laughs> Do your best. So is there another set of stairs in this room? So, yeah, stairs leading up, but there's like a gap in the stairs. What looks like it's been broken. Like it's too hard to 
to just walk across. How big is this gap? Uh, it's probably about six feet. Oh, I can jump that for sure. Oh boy. Um, yeah, so Glonk puts together that something happened when we walked upstairs. So uh, I'm gonna go up again and that probably will be helpful somehow. So I tried to run up the stairs and jump the gap. Yeah, athletics check. Okay. 14. <laughs> so you definitely jump across this. Yeah, so I go up into the next floor. What's up there? Nice, so you see another brazier. Okay. And this is where the stairs end, but you see this hatch surrounded by this glowing magic aura around it on the sure. ceiling. On the ground you see uh, skeletons, and then there's this bookshelf, but atop the bookshelf you see this rose that is encased by this glass. Yeah, my eyes immediately go to that, and I go uh, take it. Nice, add the rose to your inventory. Ooh, I take it and run back down the stairs with it and jump the gap again, and proudly present the rose to Willib like I've solved the riddle. And what is this? Uh, Oh, oh, I, I recall that in the riddle, there's uh, something about a lover's petal. And I, I say to Glonk, hey, I think you've actually found one of the ingredients. Yes. So at this point, I'm starting to piece together. We have to find things to put in these braziers to light them in the correct order. And I try to explain that to, to Glonk. Okay, so we have the lover's petal now. I can go ask Sandra for her bear fur. Mm -hmm. It sounds like we need a beating heart. Uh, wait, like a live beating heart? Um, like a human sacrifice? That seems gruesome, but anyway, I'm going to go get the bear fur. I'll let you handle that heart. Uh, and I run downstairs <laughs> to talk to Sandra. You run downstairs, talk to Sandra. You pass the mother. She's walking on her way up to the second floor, yeah. and she goes up to Glonk, and she goes, Um, I, I think we need to kill this person and take her heart, Mr. Glonk Dawkins. <laughs> I am nearly speechless as I'm trying to put together in my mind that this mother is wanting to kill the other mother that's also lost her child. And I say, uh, surely that's not like our first option that we're gonna try. We haven't much time. I think we should just go with this option. And she's almost dead. Look at her, quite lifeless. Uh, maybe there's an animal. Kill the woman. Or a theoretical. Uh, kill her, Glonk. I walk over to the woman, I guess. And um, Glonk really is not sure what to do. Very conflicted and kneeling by her side on the ground, staring at her. Like I have something very important to say. <laughs> Listen, if you need to kill me, just do it. Oh, oh, uh, wait, for real? <laughs> I'm good as dead anyway. I feel like I only have a few hours left. You might as well kill me if you need need to, just to save the rest of the children. You're willingly offering to sacrifice yourself for your kids. Yeah, remember my name. Uh, this is a little embarrassing, but we haven't actually introduced ourselves. Yes, my name is Laura Loft. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, this is almost too much for me to, to do. I don't know if I can do this. Yes, you can. <laughs> and so uh, I take one of my daggers and uh, I guess 
kill her? Wow, we got there. We got there. So Glonk finally musters up the balls to kill this woman who is begging for death that you needed to kill. And you go in around her heart and cut a little circle. Oh, God. And so I reach into her chest cavity and, and pull out her heart and just call out, Willow. Uh, when he sees this beating heart in Glong's hands. Will our heroes solve this sister's redoubt riddle? Hmm. If you are enjoying this story as much as I am, please help me reach other guests by sharing this podcast with your friends and rating or reviewing us. You can follow The Tabletop Tales on Instagram and Reddit at underscore the tabletop tales, on Twitter at underscore the tabletop, on Facebook at the Tabletop Tales, or you can just visit our website, www.thetabletoptales.com. If you would like to join our friends in Harborn for one of the upcoming movements, I suggest you begin your journey on our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash thetabletoptales. In this movement, our dungeon master was John Fusner, Glonk Dawkins was played by Cam Meredith, Willow Willowbelly was played by Kyle McCann. Additional voices by Chris Chaput. Sound editing by Kyle McCann. Sound mixing by Drew Bommel. Original score by Chris Chaput and John Fusner. We'll see you next time at the Tabletop.